You want to become a professional athlete, huh? Well, you came to the right place. This is the Battleborn Athlete with your host, Juwan and Christian Haynes. What's going on, everybody? With another episode of Battleborn Athlete, we got a treat for you today. And it's not a person that can do one sport, not two, but three. <laughs> she is a triathlete. She's from Bingham Farms, Michigan. Uh, known for her all world athlete status, being the top 10% in the world in her age group. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Give it up to this all American, Jillian Stout. Thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a pleasure, definitely a pleasure for you to be on our show. Uh, so how was it growing up um, in Bingham Farms, Michigan? Um, It was fine. I mean, I lived in a place where I was able to have a lot of connections and um, there were like a lot of opportunities for me to do different types of sports. And then um, I lived really close to school so that was very convenient. Um, and I don't know, all the houses are like pretty close together. So I'm still pretty good friends with a couple of my neighbors, even though oh, nice. I don't live there anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. What was your very first sport that you played? Mm, very first sport was soccer. Oh, soccer. Yeah, it's a whole different. <laughs> And then going to going into college, what sports did you play in college? Uh, in college, so I swam at uh, the University of Toledo in Ohio. Okay, and T-O-L. yeah, T O L E D O. So yeah, I swam. I actually played soccer and I swam all the way until high school, and then in high school I stopped and just swam until finished off college so it gave me an opportunity to um get my school paid for which was super nice so how how was it swimming for toledo was it i guess what was your mindset to in competing against other people because swimming i'm not a big fan of swimming but (laughs) i can't swim (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i actually um I actually walked on. I was like a preferred walk on and I ended up earning my scholarship after my freshman year. Yeah. So um, I had like, I was one of like the slower swimmers, I guess you would say for a D1 athlete. Mm -hmm. And I definitely worked my way up and then ended up making like, cause there's a lot of girls on the team, but only so many can make the Mac team to go to the Mac championship. So I ended up making that even my freshman year right. so nice. it was a cool goal to get to yeah huh. so. so what um what motivated you to become a tri-athlete because this is the first time <laughs> I've ever spoken to one even met one so what what motivated you to want to do this so I kind of started in high school and I would do it during the summer just like one like triathlon my cousin actually got me into it who actually got me into swimming from the start um Mm -hmm. and so i would do like one race during like high school and then kind of 
kind of liked it um and I kind of looked more into it and I wasn't really that focused on it in college just because of swimming and that just takes up a lot of my time because mm. um, I pretty much had to swim year round to stay in shape oh. um so I would still race but only during like the summer and just one or two races just locally and then I ended up um qualifying like getting this email and qualifying for like nationals like age group nationals and i was like all right i'll try it and then i ended up qualifying for age group worlds and um so i, I realized that was kind of good and kind of took off from there and then i really focused on it after college swimming because i love my big thing is i love to train to compete so in swimming you have like two major um meets during the year one during the summer and one during the winter and so you just train for six months for this one meet and so i just love to have like a three-month block period of just training and then having this big race and see where you are so that's what's really a big thing for me so wow. nice okay what what are these three sports that you have to do and is it all three sports because someone like us new to this we, i guess we don't understand right like how this works yeah so it's it's yeah it's, like you said it's three sports um you start off by swimming you kind of start it's usually a beach start um and you kind of run into the open water and either it's in the ocean or in a lake and you swim um and then after you kind of hop out you're still on the clock and you have to take off your wetsuit. You have to take off your cap and goggles, put on your helmet, put on your bike shoes, and then hop on the bike and go for your bike. And then come back, take off your bike shoes. You're still on the clock, so there's transition parts. And you uh, put your run shoes on, put your race belt on, just to have your number with you, and then go for your run, and then you finish. Um, yeah. So, and then also it's like, it's, it's cool because if you want to get in tri to triathlons, there are different race or different distances. Mm -hmm. So there's a sprint triathlon, which is a half mile open water swim going into a 12 mile bike ride into a uh, 5k. So 3.1 mile run, mm -hmm. or there's an Olympic, which is most um, well known. And it's the 0.9 mile swim a 24 mile bike ride and then a 10k so 6.2 mile run and then the one that i really like is called the half iron man and that's a 1.2 mile swim a 56 mile bike ride and then going into a 13.1 half marathon run so. Wow. wow. How, how are you yeah. able to train? What is your day-to-day -day training for an event to come in, uh, of coming up? Like an upcoming so, event, what would you do? Yeah. So we're back to the, the question at hand on how okay. does she do it? How does she train? <laughs> for a triathlon yeah so like I said I was um, I usually kind of split it up and I train twice a day um, along with going to work five days a week um, so I'll wake up in the morning and I'll do either a bike or run or a swim how and early then at, 
I usually wake up at 4.30 in the morning. God. <laughs> um, Monday through Friday, yeah. And then um, I'll go to work and then I'll go straight to the gym if I have to go to a pool or I'll just run outside or bike outside. Um, and then on the weekends, it's like a longer run. It's either a longer bike straight into a run right after. So you kind of get used to your, or have my legs get used to hopping off the bike and going into the run. Yeah, the transition. Gotcha. Um, or it's usually a really long run. So my workouts mm. during the week um, for the doubles are usually between an hour to an hour and a half. So. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Dang. All right. <laughs> So I know you. I remember you said uh, you were a walk-on to the swimming team. Yeah. With uh, Toledo. Yeah. So what what was the process for that? Because I was actually a walk-on at UNC Charlotte for the football team, mm-hmm. and I actually ended up getting a scholarship. And that's a like a complete process trying to get that, especially as a walk-on, and everyone like probably basically looking down on you until you prove yourself right so what was the process of as a walk-on to a scholarship swimmer basically so i kind of put my name out there and um emailed different coaches and Mm -hmm. um a lot of like the mac schools and i also um emailed like michigan and michigan state and um they all got back to me and so I kind of did like on my junior year I kind of did my own little tiny tours or whatever and um was on phone calls with different coaches and then my senior year of high school I ended up taking a unofficial visit and met the coach and he kind of did like a um a tour around and so I kind of kept in contact and I really liked Toledo because it's a smaller D1 school um, and he told me that I had a lot of a lot to do to even try and um, earn a scholarship, um, and I was up for the challenge. And um, so I came in pretty late, um, and to like the recruiting process. And um, after my so swimming is kind of weird. It starts in August. And then it doesn't finish until February is when the MAC championship is. So, yeah, it's a long, it's a long season. Um, But in December, I actually, of my freshman year, um, we do kind of like a mini taper meet. So you kind of rest and kind of see where you are um, come December, two Uh months prior to MAC. And I ended up doing really well. And so... um, that kind of got my foot in the door and he took me in um right before Christmas break because we stay on campus for break and he said that if I ended up making the MAC team and scoring points for the team I would be able to earn my scholarship my sophomore through senior year and um that's that's what happened so i ended up making the mac team and and then after season and then the spring i um earned my scholarship and then actually after my junior year i earned more money Um, oh wow so it was was cool (laughs) yeah it was definitely crazy yeah 
so, I just I like competition. Oh, I see. Yeah. we see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it so much, you took up three sports. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So speaking of the three sports and one and the triathlon, mm-hmm. how? What is your mindset like during this race? What do you what do you um, think of? Well, I actually get this question a lot because during races, you're not allowed to listen to music or anything. It's all right. So like the race that I love is the half Ironman and that takes about five hours to race in total. Um, I'm sorry, you said five hours? Yeah, five (laughs) hours. (laughs) Okay. Crazy. Um, So for like the swimming portion, like that's my favorite part. Like I grew up a swimmer, so... And most triathletes either have a swimming or track and um, track background. Mm-hmm. So um, most that I know are were runners in the past, so they're not very good at swimming. So I know that that's always my goal is to be the first out of the water in my age group. Um, and so that's just kind of like when I swim, for being how long I swam, since I was six years old, I love the water. So that my mindset going in is just trying to get out fast and um, try and beat guys and try and get the fastest swim time and hop out of the water first in my age group. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love being mm-hmm. the head person. Um, in the bike portion, I don't know. I'm not one to like sing songs in my head. Uh, I kind of focus more on like technical um so i try to keep like a higher cadence and um sometimes i do get distracted because i race at really cool venues so the um background to some of the races are very like the mountains and stuff i get distracted for that but uh (laughs) but but really it's i kind of just a like a go-getter i guess and i kind of just keep going keep moving um even on crazy hills like I raced actually last September I raced at the Ironman half Ironman world championship in France Nice wow and the bike portion of this 56 miles was actually a mountain so the first 32 miles were uphill um and some of the portion was part of like the Tour de France that like famous bike race Mm -hmm. um and then the second half of the portion was the downhill, um, straight down a mountain. It was crazy. But pretty much like going up the hill and all that and racing on the bike, a lot of triathletes are very nice, I guess. Um, we all just kind of encourage each other and talk to each other if someone's passing you. And it's a, it's a cool environment to be in. And then for the run, I don't know i just really picked up running after college so i can run without music and just wow. just kind of get That's... in my head and just go <laughs> i don't really know how to explain it <laughs> but i love it that's pretty good so. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. good i think the one that surprised me the most was the whole 32 miles uphill yeah because it's like <laughs> like what what's your mindset because i mean going uphill that's like and 32 miles though but that that's a crazy combination like how do you get your mind right for that 
So there's actually really cool um, apps that we have. Um, so we can actually hook up our bike to a bike trainer and then do a virtual race. So I actually was able to oh. go race the course um, virtually mm-hmm. um, before mm. going to Nice. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And then when I was in Nice, they had tours, or not tours, but like buses that they took the athletes on. And we actually mm-hmm. got to go on the bike course and see it and kind of like pick out some um, spots to like recognize and see how far you are. Um, mm-hmm. I do say that the, la- the hardest part about that whole bike course was the last 10K, the last six miles up the hill. It was a straight between it, like I think it was like six percent to ten percent incline the entire time. Hmm. It was. It's. It's called. Oh, I forget. I don't know. It's like a very famous top portion, and it was very hard. And now I know why it's it's famous. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Dang. Wow, that's that's yeah. that's very good that's oh that's powerful that's impressive <laughs> that's very impressive thank you <laughs> so when when's the upcoming like when's the next event well um unfortunately this kind of crazy pandemic kind of ruined some of my race plans but um i actually have two races right now um in september once in september and once in december and they're both half ironmans and um even though so i last year at nationals i qualified for worlds in a shorter distance the olympic distance and that was supposed to be in edmonton but they had to roll that over till 2021, so that will be in, now in Bermuda. So I'll be going to Ooh. Bermuda oh, in 2021. Bermuda. Yeah, to race the. My Olympic girlfriend distance. actually stays there. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, that's okay, cool. Bermuda. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just I love it. I didn't realize how um, wide or worldwide triathlon was until I kind of qualified for things, and it took me on. My mom loves it. She's my travel buddy with me. And we've gone to, I've competed in Australia, mm-hmm. the Netherlands. I've competed in Mexico, Cozumel, um, and London. And then France was recent. So, what would you say would be your number one favorite place of racing at? Australia. Why is that? Australia oh. was super cool. Um, that actually has just been my like dream place to go visit so when i qualified i was like oh heck yes like this is awesome so (laughs) but um it was on the gold coast which was super pretty on the beach um the water was warm and it was salt water so you got to float really easily so it was a fast swim the bike was pretty flat and then um the run was a two loop super flat 10k so it was pretty much like a all out uh, type of race and no no crazy hills or anything like that so mm-hmm. yeah. wow what's it called I know you uh, I heard you bring up your mom would you mm-hmm. say she's like an inspiration to you of why you do what you do yeah um, I definitely think my parents are 
the reason why I'm able to do what I'm do. They are the ones that are always behind the scenes. They are the ones, they're my biggest supporters, my biggest fans, my backbone. They're the people that I go to when I'm having an off week of training. And it's not like, I, I, I love my coach, but they know me, my parents know me the best. And they're mm-hmm. the ones that, um, they, I, it was, it's kind of funny cause they grew up not really into sports. They like to watch sports, um, but my whole family is very active. Um, my grandpa played football, and that's kind of how it all started. Like a lot of my cousins played in D1 schools or were doing um, type of club sports, and that's how they got me into it. And my, yeah, my the, the reason why I can do what I do is definitely because of my parents and um, having their support is the biggest thing for me. That's great. Nice. That's yeah. good to hear. Yeah. So to all the other athletes, what would you say, give me about five or six things you would say on how they can be a, like an all-world athlete or have that all-world athlete status? To different to say that to, to the listeners to the listeners to get uh, like what do you think it takes to or what does it take because right. you already do it so what yeah. does it take to be that world class athlete um, it definitely takes discipline it, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. you gotta get com- you have to be committed committed to the training committed to training when you're not feeling good uh, when it's a, a bad workout you still you still get it done you still continue um, you will have off days you will have good days um, also time management I mean that's huge for me right now um, just with working and trying to get all my training in and um, another thing that's really big is actually recovery um, hmm. you have all these hard workouts and you gotta, this is a big one for me. I, I still struggle with this. You gotta learn how to take the time to recover and have those easier workouts, get the ice baths in, get the stretching in. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have an off day, actually take that off day. Um, that was always really hard for me. Cause I like, I like to go, go, go. And mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. you gotta take a step back, uh, mm-hmm. And the, I guess the biggest thing is remember the reason why you started the, the sport that you play. Mm. Um, it's like if I, I actually struggled this kind of recently when my races started to get canceled, I, I didn't know why I was still training at one point. I was like, what's like, I'm not, I don't have any races coming up. Like this is hard. And, I had to take a step back and realize the reason why I fell in love with triathlon is I love to compete and I know that there will be competition later. Um, I love to see where my training is. I, I, it's just so much fun. <laughs> That's the biggest thing for me is just to, if, if I'm not having fun, why would I do it? Uh, yeah. That's, that's just the biggest, I could stop anytime if I wasn't having fun. So, but I, that's just, it, having fun is like the main reason why I do it. Oh, yeah. Nice. What's it called? Um, 
And I, I noticed you talked about recovery. And, mm-hmm. you know, with a lot of athletes, uh, I noticed, like, they like to work hard a lot, consistent. Like, a lot of people like to be consistent with the workouts, work as much as they can, because everyone's trying to be the best. Right. And obviously, to be the best, you got to work hard at a consistent basis. But can you talk about the importance of recovery when it comes to that? Because you know you need recovery in order to be your best. So can you yeah. talk about that and how you recover? Um, yeah. So, well, right now in my training phase, I've been working on my run. Um, so I've been running every single day. Um, but it, it the recovery part is every other day it's an easy run like a nine Mm -hmm. nine minute mile pace like super easy don't watch your watch short 30 minute 40 minute um type of easy run just get the blood flowing a little bit Mm -hmm. um and then also for recovery i um have like the norman tech boots to sleep in or do in at night which is very nice yes (laughs) (laughs) um and then I stretch every single day and I do um, yoga, like a yoga flow two to three times okay. a week. Um, but there's also times during my training phases that I have a complete off day where no yoga, just stretch and Norma Tech and no workouts. Uh, that was really hard for me to grasp the concept of it, but I realized mm-hmm. that my muscles were tired and for me to improve you, you got to take got to take some time to mm-hmm. yeah. let those muscles recover and let those muscles yeah. relax a little bit so yeah that's exactly right yeah um did you have a do you have a quote that you can share with us that motivates you or inspire okay. you quote um, yeah mm. Or anything that really motivates you, like a saying, maybe. Yeah. Um, this is kind of from my. This is actually from my um, high school swim coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of it's it stuck with me this whole time, and it's just dare to be great. Super short, super mm-hmm. to the point. Um. That's all it takes. Yeah, yeah. That's, all, that's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, I definitely appreciate you, Jillian. Uh, Jillian um, excuse yeah, no me. <laughs> uh, for coming here and telling us just what you have to go through, what the sports you have, and educating us on what a triathlete is. <laughs> um, of course. Yeah, you're always welcome to try. Oh no, that's that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, you got me at the hill one. Right? I wasn't even playing with that one. Yeah, I'll just stop at the marathon. The only thing I'll do is a marathon. But other okay. than that, there yeah. you go. But uh, do you have an IG you can tell everybody to uh, follow you on? Yeah, it's uh, Jelly Beans. So G I L L Y Bean B E A N ninety six. All right, perfect. Is there anything else you want to tell the listeners before we sign off? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Just <laughs> dare to be great. Dare to be great. There you go. There, there, you, go. there you have it, Jillian. With the dare to be great, I definitely appreciate you uh, yeah. coming on our podcast and giving us no such problem. knowledge. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Yep. yep. Thank you.
Thank you all for listening to our podcast and we appreciate the love and support. This will be our last episode for a little bit, but we'll be coming back with many more episodes ready to inspire you. So tune back in with us. Until then, see you later.